Good day, everybody! Welcome to Control C, the podcast where friends get together to discuss and tear movies apart. On this episode, we'll be discussing Revenge, the 2018 film from director Coralie Farja. <laughs> and if you doubt my pronunciation of this director's name, fucking fight me, because I learned a couple things from this movie. My name is Billy, and I will be hosting today. Joining me are Lindsay, Chris, and Cece. Hello. 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 So, starting out, a couple of the things that I saw for this movie. Um, before, before we get started, we do need to let people know that uh, this movie does involve a lot of uh, rape and murder. Not, so if those are your triggers, maybe you should leave. Not a lot oh, of rape. No. Yeah. The begin. It has. Yeah. It's, One is enough. Yeah. So basically, here here's the disclaimer: if you have not yet watched the film, take Lindsay's word. There is a lot of rape. There is a lot of murder. There. It's a very graphic film. It's centered about around rape. And saying that, if uh, you want to feel empowered, after the rape, amazing things happen. Well. <laughs> Yeah, for her, for extent, her, they're yes. fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, because she and the whole for this strong woman, amazing things happen. For the guys, not, not so much, because <laughs> the because the women they always give so much trouble, and that's it's an actual line from the movie. And oh man, I'm not, okay. I love like, this film. Okay, I didn't know who picked it at first. I. Then I knew it was Billy, but I was in love with this film before I even knew it. Um, one of the yeah. place, one of the things I wanted to see about this movie is like where was it filmed? Because they're um, the beginning of the movie, you'll notice that they are speaking different languages because it's uh, French. French. It's it's a like French Germanic film, but it's also <laughs> filmed in uh, in northern Africa as well. That's the piece that had me the most curious about is the fact that they kept talking about a helicopter and a helicopter and that, that you could only get there on a helicopter. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's filmed in so, northern Africa. Small fun fact here. Um, there have been times when I've been watching movies and they're accidentally set to French. And so <laughs> when this one started, I'm like, damn it, did it reset itself again? <laughs> And I went to try and change it to English. I'm like, okay, so it's on English. Why are they speaking French? Lindsay couldn't finish this movie because for the first hour of the movie starting, she was trying to adjust her settings to English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, her first notice was like helicopter swirls in French. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so first of all, like I think this movie had anything that I would look for in an action film. Yeah, which is great, especially when you realize that for for once in a very few selection of films, the woman is the fucking badass, and it was great. She she went. like the transformation from like innocent like. I just want to have fun, and we're just like partying and having sex. To I am going to tear you to shreds is amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> so that was the yeah, one. Yeah, the, the beginning of the movie did have a very gratuitous like uh, blowjob scene, which didn't show a lot of cock and mouth. It didn't show any cock and mouth. I'm sorry, she, but it did show the ass hair. grabbing, and I'm like, mm. French director, French cinema, way more open. 
There yeah, was, well, I, there was there I, was a I few flappers it. around there a few times. He walked okay. outside and you diggy 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 diggy. Yeah, so. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like at this point we're all desensitized from that. We just got through Game of Thrones, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it happens. So I mean, from a cinematography point, even though the biggest like set was the house set, it was still great. Mm-hmm. Um. It was very vibrant and colorful, which I liked a lot. Um, the, the writing on it was wonderful. It was kind of, it was a bit of a thrill ride. Yep. You know, so if we go, if we, let's talk a little bit about the story and how it starts. So we, we talked about the gratuitous blowjob scene. And then here's the part that I had the biggest issue with in the film. His two buddies show up, but there's no helicopter involved. I have no fucking clue how they got there. They said they walked. I don't recall. Now, now that you mentioned it, it's like I'm not. I'm not sure okay, how they good. got there. So, there's a hole in the film. That is, that is the only thing that bugs me. It's the fact that she keeps talking about how she needs a helicopter to go home, and these two actually they they probably they probably drove because that's how the jeep and the uh, motorcycle got there. That's that what I thought. Sense. That's what I thought at first, but then why? Like I still feel that everything seemed way too far. For them to have been able to drive, you know what I mean? Like it just seemed—it seemed odd to me that they were literally in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I don't know. So it, it was just weird that they just randomly showed up without, you know, being dropped in or whatever. But whatever cases, well, they so, did. Met, well, they did also show up early. That's why the guy was um, surprised that they had even gotten there because the girl was supposed to be gone by that point. True, true. So it's in, the guy's what a politician or some shit. I, I think they were CEOs. I think they were like actual like company men. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in that aspect, it's like they were all going to the desert to hunt. What were they going to hunt? I'm not sure. Probably any coyotes. big game type thing or whatever. Yeah, but saying that, it's like you don't, I didn't see any animals or anything in the movie. But, uh. I saw three of them. Did you? Oh, what? Oh, shut up. <laughs> um, no, there was, there was an actual guys. animal, remember, there was one that was thrown under the windshield. That's, that's true. Um, so yeah, I think that was actually just kind of like their like, annual, like, reprieve from the world. It was, like, the one thing that they were going to do. But the one thing that fucks that up is one of them decides to um, rape this woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is the big twist at the beginning of the movie. Not not twist, I guess it's the where the story actually begins. It's the start. It's the start of the story. It's what like lights that. the flame, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the one thing... Um, but before that, it's just really intense scenes. Because they're partying, they're having fun, they're by the pool, and they're all being social with one another. It's the three guys, friends, they've known each other forever. Um, which they all... I believe they all are married as well. Yeah. Or at least one of the guys is married. So I, I though, that at the very least, the main dude is married. Cause yep. he can find yeah, so the woman that he has there... He's like, so how's your wife doing? It's like, he's great. Shut the fuck up. Um, and she's just having fun with him. They're dancing. They have this like um, kind of intimate scene where she's dancing with the guy the night the night before he decides to rape her. So he takes it upon himself to go kind of. Well, you clearly wanted it last night. Exactly. So. And that's yeah. one of the first disturbing scenes that happens in this movie is the initial confrontation 
with this guy and this woman by themselves to where he's first he comes off as just like friendly goofy he he he's a dumb looking motherfucker that's just is earnestly just asking questions just trying to get to know her a little bit better and then it starts getting more and more aggressive weird awkward uncomfortable <laughs> And that was, like, part of, like, the narrative that in the film that I really enjoyed. It's, like, it wasn't just something terrible happens to this person. It's, like, she felt it. At that point, it's, like, she knows that she's in trouble. And you see it, and you feel it, and you just, the the start of it happens, and you just start feeling sorry for her. And you're, like, I know what's going to happen next. This can't be good. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it happens, and you're just like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then the other guy comes in. And it looks like for a second that he was going to stop her or stop them. And then all of a sudden he just shuts it's the like, door at, and goes swimming. At this point, too, it's like he's the. That's the guy that. Is that the guy that she went to the house with? It's the guy that ends up assaulting her. You don't know that the guy that she went to the house with is like them yet you think that he's going to come back and this is where the story is going to like unfold that he's going to get upset with his friends but he's not he's more upset that he put him in the position of it's like well now this girl's going to tell on us now this girl is going to tell everybody that you assaulted her now my wife is going to find out and it's like you fucked up my life you fucked everything up he's not upset that he assaulted the girl he's upset that this is possibly going to hurt him. him as well. Yeah, yeah. And then she, he basically tries to hide it, bribes, gives her money so that she can start in Canada and stuff like that. And then while um, the main dude turns his back, she starts running out the door, mm. and that's where her life changes forever. Again, <laughs> I, I would like to say it's like going back to where I just said about narrative. I thought I read this earlier that the Calgary Underground Film Festival in 2018 is like they won the best narrative feature for this one. Yeah, it makes sense. It's a oh, great. Yeah. They won the narrative. best narrative feature. They had the top ten of the year award. <clears throat> it's an audience award, and they got best makeup for international competition. Saying all that, this movie grossed opening weekend only forty five thousand dollars in the United States. Oh my god. Gross total in the United States for 102000 And how good this movie is, is astonishing that it only made that much money. How did it yeah. do on a global scale? Because I, the thing I is, is that, that it's very hard for cinema from other countries to make it big in the U.S. And this is a French film. So it might just be that that is the poor luck of it. But the film is amazing. It's real. It's a really good film. So I don't understand, but to go back on the story while you look on that. So she runs away, as Cece says, everybody goes chasing her. <clears throat> they end up, she ends up running toward a cliff, and that is basically it. The the guy, the main dude, <clears throat> the one that yeah, she was so, there with. Yeah, they're chasing her away from this building. It's like this hectic chase scene yeah. that kind of, it draws you back to like older school uh, films from like the 1970s with Sam Raimi where you see the shaky camera in effect and in this you just see shaky camera <laughs> and they pin her against the uh, edge of the cliff yeah and they pin her against the edge of the cliff and then the guy's like oh you know 
that's oh, fine, we'll grab, I just called the helicopter, the helicopter will be here in 30 minutes, just come with me, it'll, it'll be fine, just come with us, you can leave, that's it, we'll leave you alone. And the minute she drops her guard for 30 seconds, he grabs and shoves her off the fucking cliff, inhaling her. I did at not this see point, that happening. And at this point, you're just like, what the fuck? And... To stop you, this budget for this movie was two point nine million dollars worldwide. Six hundred and ninety-two thousand. Oh my god, that is a shame. That is just fucking theft, man. Yeah, that is that is for terrible. a movie that had three awards and eleven total nom- uh, nominations. That that's that's a shame. Horrible. That's that a they huge shame. Okay. Because I mean, after if if you got past the whole point of um, the rape and you just watch the rest of the film, I mean, because the, the rape the film, is very graphic as well. Well, I mean, without that, showing you anything, yeah, I mean, it's, it's very yeah, sense, you, sense you get wise, the aspect wise. of what's going on. It's kind of like okay, this is not the best way to say it, but you know how when Disney characters die, yeah, and stuff like that. That's how you get with you're watching this rape scene because you know it's going to happen. I oh, know you hear it though. And you hear yeah. the banging you, when she's banging on the wall. The, oh, the that's one it. thing that we just kind of like fucking just went over a little bit is the third guy actually hears them. Turns the TV loud. He, he sees them. He sees it happening. And the guy's like, it's like join or walk away. And he's just eating his little candy bar and walks away. Turns the TV up so he doesn't have to hear this poor woman be. And then jumps Which, in the that pool. That was actually so another thing that drove me crazy was the eating of the candy bar. Yeah. Oh, I know. That, oh, yeah, that was, a, that was just scene. creepy. But, uh... So, we're, we're, on story-wise, we're back on the cliff. <clears throat> he tells her that she'll be fine. She believes him, shoves her down the cliff, falls down to what? I'm, I'm assuming it's like at least 100 feet. Yeah. At least 100, 200 yeah, feet. And she gets impaled into a tree. Yeah. It's, yeah, the tree doesn't have any, like, leaves on it or anything. But, yeah, it gets impaled onto the branches. It's going directly through her stomach. Like, at this point, it looks like she fell so hard onto that. And because of her being penetrated in such a fashion, you're just like, she has to be absolutely dead. Her back must have been broken. Yeah. It looked like it. Like, but, that's what I would have assumed. Like, but cutting a couple minutes further into the movie, she isn't. No, as a matter of fact, well, and here's, here's how She's I would brought like to, to life. Yes, here's how I would like to look at it. Her Those fire first, ants? No, her first self died. Yep. And she was reborn at that moment. Because <clears throat> this woman comes back into consciousness, basically dead, dripping blood out of every orifices and out of every possible place she could drain blood out of. And she's got ants crawling into her wound. She's got ants crawling all over her, literally dangling from this tree. She manages to burn the base of the tree to get herself With, free. She, she gets... This is part of the movie where I was like, I wouldn't be able to do that. Like, oh, I, I, I cringed throughout the entire... The whole, it's like, the whole scene, I was just like... Well, oh, I'm not God. even talking about like setting the thing on fire. I'm talking about even getting the lighter. I'm like, I don't well, have that's, enough that's coordination for about. that. No, the fire scene that I have a different problem with. It's getting the lighter. I cringed throughout the entire part. Yeah, so she's using her, her for it. She's using her uh, air earbuds to like fish for the lighter, like you would see in like some old school like jail cell scene where they're just going for the keys. But she's like bent over backwards in the hot 
North African sun. Dripping blood, almost unconscious. Which, the dripping of blood, where it was falling around the ants, I was like, that's that's amazing. I love that. Oh, the, the cinematography that on it was incredible. Like, the way they did... I know that Lindsay hated the mouth chewing piece, and that was pretty fucking disgusting, but when they did it with the ant, it totally made sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, that it was actually the second time they did it with the ant. Because the first time is when she was still in the house and she was eating the apple. And then it showed, like, the day passing, the apple rotting, and the ant crawling all over it. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. no, I kept telling her that that apple was the temptation. Like, I knew that from the very beginning. That's yeah. the reason it was still there for the whole time. It was just to show the whole original sin, Adam and Eve, original temptation type bullshit. Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Um, but with... The tree is like if you want to put it in a song, it's like Evanescence, wake me up inside. It's like she just reborn. She's the phoenix. She's mm-hmm. lighting yeah. the tree on fire, and she's lighting this tree on fire, and she's just kind of like still wriggling around. And keep in mind, there's a fucking fire underneath her at this point. <laughs> at that point, she would have. She's burned. impaled. Yeah, she's almost on fire. She's not actually on fire, but it's like heat rises. She's obviously burning. And the tree just kind of, like, breaks off. And she's able to at least save herself that way. But this is when the uh, three friends are going back to the cliff. Because they just want to make absolutely sure that she's dead. I thought they were going to deal with the body at that point. That was the purpose of them going down there. Yeah, that's where they were going back. Because they went to go look over the cliff, and by the time they got over to the cliff, she had enough sense of mind, enough presence, to be able to just kind of, like, move herself out of, like, the visual way. Yeah. And then comes her whole redeeming arc. Yeah, I mean, this is this the is where the movie's actually starting. The nightmare scene of her trying to... Because she, she's able to crawl away, get into a cave... That the nightmare sequences that they kept playing of her waking up and being captured. We completely glanced God. over this entire going back earlier. Oh, whenever geez, at goodness. the pool scene, um, the guy hands her the drug that she uh, keeps geez. safe in her locket that she keeps around her neck, like a little heart locket. And he had mentions he mentions to her at the at the pool, maybe at the pool. I don't even fucking remember. <laughs> Actually, it might have been the helicopter pilot saying that he knew a guy that had taken this drug and it's so potent that he was able to cut his own leg off without feeling a thing. Oh, yeah. So, at this point, this girl still has her locket, so she still has the drugs with her. And this is the part where the three guys, they don't see her anymore, so now they are in their vehicles, they go down, obviously, it looks like it's a long way around, because by the time uh, they get to the scene where they're chasing her down, it's nighttime. Yeah. So it looks like it's been hours, and at this point, she's just like, I guess, stumbling away. Yeah, because she's, she's basically kind of just crawling away to... Crawling, stumbling away so that she can get away and everything like that. And which, by the way, she made a really pretty good time for that big of a hole that's in her belly. And also, I want to mention, do French people have that much extra blood in their bodies? No, I told you. It's a style (laughs) choice. 
It's a style choice. I mean, at this point, there's so much blood dripping out of this lady when she's being stabbed by this tree. And then all the blood trail that they have. And they're going pretty fast in this vehicle. So it's not like, you know, it's only like a 20-foot, you know, blood trail. It's like a good freaking mile or so. (laughs) You know, and I'm just like, there's so much blood. And she's still alive and functioning. I am like, good God. (laughs) And then the end, all that blood. Holy hell. I mean, I understand the whole the you, haven't you know got into the end yet. I know, but that's why I just left it at that. But I mean, so, I understand. But I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> when they get to the river, it's like, how far have we gotten so far that you have not seen Lindsay? Oh, we're well past it. Oh, are we? Okay. Oh yeah, man. I stopped at when uh, after the rape and the candy bar, and he jumped in the pool, and then I had to stop. Well, I figured between just... your French and the and the the whole rape trigger, which is I'm assuming what probably. Did it? Yeah. No. If I, and I, I like I said, I meant to go back, and I just kept putting it off, and then it got to be too late. So. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <a> um. <laughs> no, but it was freaking. Because okay, so we're at the river. She's smart enough to take the river down bank so that they can't track her. Yeah. So she's bleeding this entire time, and they're able to kind of like follow her a little bit, and she she gets to the river. And Chris, do you want to describe this river part? Because <laughs> I've had this conversation with people before, and <sighs> this was like one of the more like fantastical like parts of the movie that that one of the more fantastic parts in the movie. And there's a reason why. After just describe it. Okay. Well, not, now I'm curious because now I don't even I don't think I can live up to it. <laughs> Okay, so she's in the river and she's like going down river. So whenever they get there, one of them goes to the right, one of them goes to the left. Uh, the main guy on his motorcycle goes right. And oh, okay, yeah. <clears throat> okay, so the third dude, right, the one that we see eating, the one that went on the pool, the one that turned the water on, the one that watched and did nothing. Yeah, um, ended up finding. Uh, some spot to pee near a riverbank or whatever. She <laughs> right. runs into him. Right. She sees the shotgun lined up. So she sneaks very slow, very slow, gets the shotgun, goes to take a shot. The guy sees her. He reacts. She goes to shoot. It's not loaded. So he comes, basically beats her, calls her a dumb bitch and shit and all this other stuff. Do you think I really have it loaded? And then he tries to like drown her in the river. And this is the piece that gets amazing. She, in her whole delusion, and her whole confusion, and her being beaten, manages to get her hands on the guy's knife, and then stabs him through both of his fucking eyes. Nice. Yeah. He it stabs him through both wonderful. of his eyes. Through both of his eyes, because he's the fucker who watched and did nothing. And then I, it made me make a bet with Cece that she would chop off the other dude's dick. Sadly, that did not happen. Spoilers! <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but that's not the that's not the weird part that got me though. What got you? That he was able to sink so quickly. Oh uh, yeah, he was. He just kind of just kind of like fades away. She she stabs him both of his eyes, and I guess through like just like pure like panic and shock, he he dies to the stab wounds. Sure. 
as one does. And a few more minutes the movie passes by, uh, the guy, the main dude on the motorcycle comes back to the car, and him and the other guy are having, like, this bit of dialogue. And there's just a little bit more confrontation between both of them. Because you remember, the third guy, the one who's now dead, did... He hasn't come back. back. But he he radioed back. Saying, I got her. Yeah, yeah, but back. he hasn't come back. So yet. they're expecting her. Yeah. Expecting him. That, that's what they're they're talking about. And in the whole them expecting them and waiting for him and trying to contact him, the, the guy who committed the rape is washing his face at the riverbank. Oh, yeah. This is the part that fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> and as he's washing his face, he's, you know, the water's dirty, it's all muddy and whatever, Sandy, he's clearing his face. And as he washes his face, you see this face of this waterlogged body coming up. Well, <laughs> it's the body of his friend. That that like, was... heavily waterlogged. Well, realistically, like, that body would not have been that waterlogged in such a short amount of time. I mean, it could have been. I'm going to, I'm not going to tell you why I know that that's not true. <laughs> that <it takes> <laughs> <me>. <laughs> well, now I have you, now I'm curious. I will tell you off air. Perfect. It's very graphic, and I'd rather not put it on the podcast. It's not something gotcha. I did before anybody tries to blame me for something. <laughs> Billy's looking away like, yeah, okay. Hundreds uh, of detectives open their cold case files. <laughs> plausible denial, I do not want to. I do not want to know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you guys later. So, But yeah, super waterlogged body. They, they start basically tearing at each other. You know, to an extent, because that's when the fights really start mm-hmm. between the the Indian dude and the main guy is the one who committed the rape being the, the guy who's, uh, I would assume, Indian, Pakistani, Middle Eastern. But um, she takes the ATV at this point, right? Yes, yeah, she okay. takes it. Um, unfortunately, it runs out of gas at some mm-hmm. point. But yeah, she does take it. So she, she has the advantage of being able to move uh, further with that throughout that night. At yeah. Least, to try to get away and from And even it. more advantage because she doesn't know that they, they don't know that she's gotten away yet. Because at this point, they think that she's caught. And they're waiting until morning. Yep. To Amazing. head out. So, but while they're waiting till morning, there's this amazing sequence of scenes to where... As the ATV runs out of gas, she finds a cave to where she finally decides that she needs to treat her wound. Yep. Oh, that's before. I totally forgot. I thought that was, I thought the whole, the first guy was before or after the wound was fixed. Nope. Nope. The second guy is after the wound is fixed. The first guy happens when she's hiding in the river and that's why they went the separate ways and that's why the guy dies in the river. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I totally forgot that part. I know I watched the movie. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> so then comes the sequence of nightmares. Oh, good lord. She's, at this point, she's basically bleeding to death because she still hasn't had a, a real chance to uh, uh, clean her wound to be able to seal it up. So she's sitting there. She has a fire. She has a fire lit. And she opens up her locket and has the drug and she remembers what the guy had said to her earlier peyote and decides to eat it she she just eats it she takes it okay so i'm curious does anybody know how you're actually supposed to use peyote peyote are you supposed to eat it you supposed to smoke it supposed to chop it up boil it what are you supposed to do 
Mm-hmm. You can probably do all. Yeah, I think you can do it multiple ways. I'm not sure if you can. This is a movie podcast. If you're able to, if you're able to eat it, gotcha. If you're, <laughs> if you're able to eat it, you could probably boil it and drink it. I, I've heard of people make teas, peyote tea, with it before. Yeah. So I would assume it's some sort of leaf or root or something that you can. It looks like a root. That's what it did look like. You're right. So then she starts tripping balls. Oh, and tripping Massive balls. balls. <laughs> and I started tripping balls because of it, because I was like, oh my god, I get it, the residual high. <laughs> what the fuck? <sighs> oh. No, because I felt like the scene would have been better if I was tripping balls, because the scene was amazing. I think anybody who watches that scene tripping balls is probably going to walk out of that movie theater scared of shit. They're probably going to... Is that the truth? Yeah. That's a that was a pretty freaking like. So at what this point, she still tripping. has the hunter knife with her. She has the knife with her. She manages to pull. Well, first of all, she shoves the knife in herself to well, cut herself open more. Here's a, here's a couple of things. She has the knife with her. She. I don't know if she drank the beer because the guy that she killed had eh, just just drank all these all these beers. Like he yeah. has like these sixteen ounce like tall boy cans of beers. So she opens that up, she chugs it, takes the takes a peyote, and then takes the knife and starts cutting into her stomach to co- to open up the wound so she can pull the stick out. Yeah, yeah. And after she's done with that. Comes the most metal part of it all. Literally. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Is she you? She cuts open the beer can to so it's a a flat sheet. She cuts uh, the top and the bottom off, and uses the fire to heat it up to solder her wound. Yeah, to cauterize her. Cauter, cauter, cauterize her wound. And the coolest part of it. Go ahead. The beer logo stays on. Yeah, the, the the eagle like bear logo just is at this point uh, singed into her skin. Yeah. I was like, that's pretty actually awesome. pretty badass. I mean, I know technically that probably wouldn't have happened, but it could have happened. If it was raised, it could have happened. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I mean, it's possible. Where the likelihood is low, but you know, but what what was great about the scene was like. She kept passing out while she was on the drugs, so she kept having dreams of the guys finding her and murdering her. And blowing her head up, literally. Yeah, which that was like... That was like some of my favorite scenes, is taking the shotgun and blowing her goddamn head off. I was like, like, I don't want her to die, but that was fucking amazing. Yeah, it was was a really good sequence. And, And again, that's... And I think that that's why the bird was on her stomach. It, it was an eagle, but I think it was meant to be like a phoenix. Yeah. To show that she was reborn and whatever. It Again, we go back to, this is a French film. There's a lot of, like, imagery that's yeah. in the film that's been there put on purpose to show some sort of symbolism. And that's, that's what I feel that mark basically means. And then after that, that's when she goes fucking ham. Because she wakes up the next day and it's almost like nothing happened. Yeah. And her skimpier, cl- I don't. I feel like she got more skimpy after this. Yeah, she did. It's but no clothing, and it's clothes uh, got I, torn off. And yeah. I think she ended up by the end of the film. I think she was just in her underwear. She's in her oh, underwear and her bra. Yeah, that's what I figured it was. She was just in a pair of panties or bra. And, and by the end of the movie, she, everyone was <laughs> that very naked. They're very naked by the end of the movie. Yeah. I mean, she basically ran away just in her underwear and her shirt. 
or yeah. underwear, bra, and a shirt. That was it because that's what she was. That's what she wore when she got out of the shower. The only thing that I just realized is the bra that she initially put on was white. What color was it at the end? It was black, black but it could be any number. Could of be black blood. from dirt and blood and yeah. disgustingness. It's a possibility, but it honestly. I mean, realistically, like when you look at black. it, 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 you can tell that it's an actual black, black. But I gotcha. guess the mentality was that that it could have gotten dirty. I yeah. Don't know. But fast forwarding a little bit because there's a lot of. Uh, Let's just get to the good parts because right here. Yeah, because there, 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 between part. this, there's not a lot of dialogue. It's more of just like a ass kicking, it, or just a lot of like visuals in the desert. As the two guys are just kind of like looking around, they're like, "We don't know what's going on," and then the girls just like, "I'm just going to kind of chase these guys a little bit." I don't know why I gave her that accent. She starts hunting them. It's fucking wonderful. Yeah, but but she actually uh, catches up with the the guy that raped her. Um, Blows the shit out of his shoulder too. Whew. Yeah, yeah. He he gets stuck in the desert, runs out of gas, and she decides to take a shot at with the shotgun that she had found earlier and take him. She still has it with her at the guy and just like she was not ready for that recoil. She wasn't. No, she was that not. That part was fucking hilarious. And you know what? I'm I'm very glad that they did that. Me too. Because it gives you kind of a realistic thing. Because the shotgun's almost as big as she is. Yeah, I mean it's huge. <laughs> she's this tiny thing, and sure, she's a badass, but it makes it real. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it she kind of gives you this, this more the realistic. First, vibe. This is probably the first time she's ever shot a gun, and luckily for the scope that's on it, you know, you can get a pretty good act. I mean, even with someone that doesn't know how to shoot, you can still kind of get a pretty good hit Maybe just that a with pretty, the scope. But a better shot, but. I mean, she um, didn't kill him on the first try, which I was glad that that didn't happen. Of course, I was glad it didn't happen. I wanted him tortured. I wanted him. That's the oh, only but disappointing thing I had about this. The the chase scene after that. It was at this point chase. they are on fucking foot, and earlier in the movie when they were chasing her, now she is chasing them. He is running for his goddamn life because he is fucking afraid. Oh yeah. Why is he afraid? Because she. He knows what he did. And she's already wounded him. She has the gun. The other guy's dead. The other guy's dead. She saw what he, she did to him. Oh, yeah. He saw what she did to him. And he he doesn't have any way to combat it. He doesn't have his gun with him. Yeah. He has nothing. He just went out put gas. And then here's the part, too, that we need to mention, because that piece is important. He takes his shoe off to use his sock to to tie the wound because on his shoulder. he he finds out he starts to see it's like oh the same thing is happening to me that helped us track her at the beginning of the movie yep. is I just have so much blood like trailing behind me so he takes off his shoe takes off his sock to kind of close up the wound which I was like okay whatever all right um well to stop the blood flow She ends up getting past him because he ends up being able to hide because he's able to hide his trail. Yeah. And that's when he sneaks up behind her and finally starts loading his gun. Finally starts loading the gun and takes a really good shot at her. And what was it? Clipped off her ear. Clipped her ear, yeah. Like, not, e- not even a little bit. Just her like clean off her ear. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. I loved it. <laughs> it was so good. And what was it that she ended up breaking? Was it... Her flashlight. Her flashlight, yeah. Okay. The shoe in the sock 
may not have had enough foreshadowing for this, but she now has broken the flashlight, which means there are being broken glass broke on the it. ground. Now she is being chased. Let your imaginations run wild, but we're going to tell you anyways. Go ahead. Three, two, one. He steps on the piece of glass. <laughs> and of course, it's the one that is like straight up and down and goes, oh my God. It's the largest so piece of glass. Yeah. That you've ever seen come off of a small flashlight. And, which I don't mind because this is such a good scene. The gruesome part is when he's digging into the bottom of his foot for this glass on. I'm like, oh, man. man. There were a lot of moments that in this film that made me cringe. I, did you, this did was this one of them. part That's make you cringe to get the- more? Or the, the scene in the cave? This part made me cringe more. Yeah, <clears throat> yep. me too, probably. But yeah, I had to close at my the same eyes. Point, at this I was point. like, I was at the edge of my goddamn seat. I'm like, will he get this piece of glass out of his foot? Is she I was just... hoping he'd bleed to death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bleeding to death, not quite, but close, almost there. <laughs> he gets the glass out of his foot, and he manages to go back to the vehicle that he had left behind. In the scene where he steps on the accelerator of that car and you see the blood gushing out of his foot from the pressure <laughs> that it took to actually like hit the accelerator. Put, yeah. It's fucking disgusting but beautiful all at the same time. And at the it's, same time I'm sitting there screaming, It's not a stick, you can use your regular foot on the goddamn gas pe- <laughs> on the brake. I'm like, come on. I mean, I know you're a dumbass and everything, but serious. <laughs> So, fast forwarding from that, he ends up like chasing her down uh, in the, in the vehicle. Like he, his intention at this point is just to like run her over. She turns around, it's like this is it, life or death. Just pops off a couple of shots. Obviously, the first for, one misses. Obviously, for suspense in the movie because you can't have the first one be successful. She misses <laughs> a couple of shots and finally gets it at the last time, blowing blow his fucking brain out of his back of his head. Mm-hmm. But you know what was a mistake in that scene? What? Later, when she takes the body out, the back of the seat, the car seat that they show you blow up, is perfectly fine. <laughs> is it? I didn't yes. catch that. I didn't catch it. <laughs> oh, so man. you see, <clears throat> they show you the back of the car seat and they show you the headrest like exploding and all this blood coming out. And then when she takes the body out of the vehicle... The headrest is perfectly intact. No blood or anything whatsoever. It's wonderful. Uh, (laughs) You know, it's little mistakes like that that I enjoy and live for, man. uh, So, second death. All done. Let's get to the finale. Yeah, at this point, it's like... It's not a very long movie. It's like, we're already almost at the end. Yeah, basically. We're already almost at the end. So... I mean, at one point, the main guy realized... The main guy is trying to radio dead. in, and he's like, oh, now now my buddy's dead, too. I, I don't... All right, well, I guess I'm just going to fucking go back and get that That's when out he of finally it. calls the helicopter and tries to go get Yeah, back. he tries yeah. to get out. Yeah. All right. Chris, do you want to take this part? <laughs> so, we have little Mr. Hunky Hunky Man, the one you started with, the one that all the women in the beginning were like, oh, he's very handsome. Yeah, he's a dick. So, he's in the shower, <clears throat> suddenly he hears a noise. So, buck naked, and this is one of those parts where CeCe, you know, was going flip, flip, flip. Anyway, 
So he's butt naked. He's he manages awesome. to find a gun and goes looking for that all over the house. And nothing. Doesn't see anything. Finally, he turns around at one point. It looks like he's staring at the TV. But nope. From the corner is the chick. Outside the window. And what proceeds next is one of the most glorious gunfights I have seen in the history of cinema. I, I loved every minute of it. It's like... I remember I was watching this with Ray because I wanted to show it to him um, before I picked it for this uh, episode. And I was like, everything about the movie is fantastic. One of the most ridiculous parts is the ending. It's literally <laughs> like watching your dog chasing its tail. <laughs> it was. So we that have, is the best way to describe this scene. So we have <laughs> the gunfight starts. They're hiding behind things. Suddenly that ends up at this hallway. She goes to see, and it's basically this hallway that leads to a big room. She stops right. Oh, at this it. point, he's wounded. Also, you have to mention that part. Yeah, that's true. She he, takes the shotgun and she clips him, and like in the side. It's like it's a good shot. Like it's he's like bleeding in hard. the abdomen toward one toward the side. Yeah, with a shotgun though, so he's bleeding really hard. Keep mm-hmm. in mind that th- at, there's a lot of blood on the ground, and it's all his. He's got a trail now. He's the this- one leaving a trail. So she follows this trail. It's a the, river. It's not a trail. <laughs> and hence she the follows, other reason of how do French people have that much extra blood. <laughs> she follows the trail, gets to the end of the hall that leads to a room, sees the trail, ends far off in the distance, and goes to take a step forward. But as she goes and takes a step, she sees, wait a minute, there's blood pooling at this corner right yeah. here in the end of this hallway so he must be right put it in more context it's like they both have a weapon they both have a gun and they are both very alert right now and one of them is at the edge of this corner just waiting for the other person to just like walk around and the other person is at the edge of the other corner waiting for him to walk around they're literally one or two steps forward and one of them would be dead and she sees the blood pooling right underneath right in front of her and she's like starts taking a step back and she goes to circle the other way around just basically reverse it it's like a game of uno <laughs> and then the guy realizes and I actually yeah and he realizes that he's pooling as well and the chase scene commences for like another <laughs> what like a good like a good two to three five, minutes yeah no like it's not like they're just like chasing each other around like once or twice no it's like 20, 30 times. It's like yeah. uh, the most intense game of tag you've ever seen. <laughs> Just going back and forth in circles in this one hallway. Yeah. That by the end of it is literally blood soaked. Yeah. And that plays a big part to how the movie ends. Yeah, Chris, so, do you want to explain <clears throat> how this movie ends? So we're in this corridor. There's blood everywhere, literally rivers of it. Finally. We get to a point where uh, does she fall? Or, she falls. Remember. She, she loses falls. her footing. She loses her falls. She, the floor is so wet with all the freaking blood. She loses her footing, falls, and loses her gun. Yep. So then now it's a, a fight between him and her to try to get this gun. And essentially, what ends up happening is all this slipping and sliding, like, you know, back when you did it back in the Slip summers. Yep, exactly. <laughs> what you did in the summers at your background, in your backyard, that's exactly it, but with blood, so it's more fun, kids. Yeah. And um, <laughs> eventually... Rocks. Yeah. rocks. <laughs> and then she finally ends up getting the gun and puts it up to the dude's chest. And you have this moment 
of just like a pause where everyone, including him, realizes, oh shit. Yep. And just, boom, blasted into the fucking wall. Imagine the end of Infinity War, the end of Endgame, with the snap of a finger. That's how this movie ended, with the trigger of a gun. Yep. That's, that's, to me, that was the feeling that I had. I'm like, fuck yeah. It was great. It was, it was it a was, great ending. It was a great ending. It was a great film. It's a shame that it did as poorly as it did. But, oh my god. Like, seriously, if you have not seen this, go watch it. I don't know how it didn't do any better. I really do not. Because, I, I mean, it's a, it's a foreign film. I mean, I... I it was available to watch in film festivals, but I don't think it made its mark in... In the U.S. industry so that it would have a, a national release or whatever? I mean, it did better, like, internationally than it did in the U.S. In the U.S., it only made, like, 100000 yeah. Internationally, it made almost seven times as much But for it to make that little, it must have been something that they only played at select theaters or something yeah. along those lines, because... Yeah. It's such a shame. It's such a good film. I really like that. It was a really good pick. I mean, I think it's marked as, like, a horror film, but it's, like, it's not really a horror film. It's just, like, it's this action thriller, which I guess the horror elements of it would, would be the actual, like, the, the, uh, like, this psychosomatic drama of being raped. I mean, that's, that's horrific in a sense, right? Yeah, no, for real. Oh, yeah. And then the murder that happens after that, the intense hyperviolence, which I crave, and had <laughs> in this movie is amazing. It's it's violent. It's highly visual. It's not gory enough to where if there are other directors out there that kind of thrive on like gorish horror movies, it, it's not anything that severe. It's highly watchable still, um, and the story and what you get out of it, like the actual, um, resolution, it's, it's just a highly watchable film and you would do yourself justice just giving it a shot. Go out there and watch it because we want this director to keep making movies. If he, yeah, no. he did this and it's like, I, I'd I be would very impressed and I'd mm-hmm. be very excited for anything else that he comes out with. I mean, yeah. Don't I mean? Don't get me wrong. The the rape scene. Luckily, it wasn't as graphic or anything like that. It was basically, you know, what you saw. Oh, but I've it was seen just, worse. I've seen I've much seen much, much worse. worse. But if you if you can just fast forward I'll past tell you that guys little about off scene air that I will never pick for this podcast, only because of the actual plot of the movie. I'll, I'll tell you guys about it later. It's really good. But yeah, if if you can get past, if you can fast forward past the rape scene and just start watching everything after that, it's it's fantastic. You know, it's it's the true revenge that you would love to get on your rapist. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anybody have any other feelings about this movie that we've kind of? I think we kind of covered it all. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we went through the entire film, like, sharing everything, and that's kind of what the cool thing about it was, is just, <clears throat> it, it, by, the, you were rooting for this girl so much, 
by the end, everything felt extremely satisfying. And I have never been more happy to see three dudes killed off the way that they were. And honestly, I think that she was a little too nice. I think that she should have been a little more brutal. And The uh, one thing I would like to know, I'm sorry, uh, Corrali Fargo? 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 Mm-hmm. Um, he was a director, and he also did the screenplay for this movie. Oh, wow. So, I'm going to quickly look to see if he's coming out with anything uh, else. Even, like, writing-wise, even if he's not directing it. Um, he's had past movies. Uh, he was the director for 2014, uh, Reality, um, and some older ones that are actually in French, so I can't pronounce those. Um, <laughs> But, um, I don't know, I'm seeing if there's anything else that he's written that might be coming out soon that we could possibly try to suggest, but it looks like the last thing that he's done was actually Revenge back in 2017. Hmm. Oh, okay. Well, he was, he was also the writer for reality as well. So if you've watched this movie and you're a fan of how he directed it and wrote it, um, check out his 2014 short film called Looks Like Reality Plus, which it says, In the near future, the brain chip, Reality Plus, acts on your sensory perceptions and allows you to see yourself with the perfect physique you've always dreamt of. All the people equipped with it... All the people equipped with the chip can see your new appearance, and you can see theirs. But the chip can only be activated for 12 hours a day. Hmm. And that sounds like a very interesting movie, and I'm probably going to have to check that out. Yeah, we should probably see that one. Yeah, I'm excited about that. So shall we get to the ratings piece? Anybody? Who would like to start with the ratings? Um... Cece, go for it. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and do four out of five um, apples. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, Mr. Topher? I am going to do four sets of earbuds. (laughs) Four sets of earbuds. All right. um, And I am going to do... Five out of five just grisly murders of people that deserved it. (laughs) It was so good. So good. So good. All right, anybody have anything else to add before we close this out? No, just watch it. Watch it. And watch Reality Plus, because I'm going to watch Reality Plus, and I might choose that for a later episode. (laughs) That works. Alright, uh, thank you for joining us here at Control-C and our review of Revenge. Remember to join us every Monday for a new episode. Make sure you subscribe and rate us on podcast services everywhere. For this and other shows, join us on GeekEndCast.com and follow our Twitter at GeekEndCast. You can also visit our Facebook and Instagram accounts. Thank you to our cast, Cece. Goodbye. Lindsay. Later. And Chris. Later. I was your host, Billy. Thank you, and see you next week.